Warning, the audio quality for this episode is significantly worse than usual as a result of Dave forgetting to bring a microphone to the session again. Dave, you come an uncultured cur. You only have one job. Thanks for listening. Welcome to The Worst of the Best, where we uncover, analyze, and delve into the worst songs by the best songwriters of all time. I'm Stephen Williams. And I'm David Newshots. Why do great songwriters write bad songs? Why do they write bad songs? Did their eggs go bad before they made an omelet that day? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe they have a yucky tummy. Maybe they got into a fender bender on the way to the studio. A little backy cracky. Uh, are the drugs too good? Are they not good enough? Yeah. What's up? Why are you writing, the, writing these bad songs? Is it the weather? People are always talking about the weather. Yeah. Please don't write a song about the weather. Built a spill. Yeah, so we're going to find out. We're going to find out why they do these things. But we're also going to try to be objective now, Dave. Okay. You, you get your opinions get all wrapped up in these episodes. Yeah, I get then, wrapped up uh, in the subjective part. I think we should agree... To agree before we do these podcasts because you keep fucking up my fucking thing here, man. Um, <laughs> I love it. I'm a I'm a big fan of wrench throwing. Yeah, I know. That's kind of why I like you, though. <laughs> Listen, we're not we're not we're not talking about overplayed songs. Yeah, no sweet Carolines. No, uh, you spin me right round because those are objectively great pop songs. Yeah, they're just overplayed. Yeah, they're just overplayed, and, and you're like, oh, I don't want to hear this fucking song. But again. there's a reason they're. There's a reason they're overplayed, because probably they're good, in a way. What are we talking about? We're talking about bad songs. Bad songs written by great songwriters. So these are probably, you know, most of the time, you're probably not going to even hear these songs on the radio. We, you know, you and I have to go and, and dig them through up. all these records and find the, the shitty one. Yeah. But sometimes they do get played on the radio. Foreshadowing. Uh, some parameters to you know so we're not just like shooting down the artists we're not we're not trying to pick them apart we're where there's no posthumous releases or demos or previously unreleased songs the songwriter has to sign off on the song yeah right no holiday songs because i like them too much and steve doesn't like when i'm happy true no avant-garde songs no sorry one hot tricks point never yeah. Steve doesn't know who that is. I don't know who that is. It's okay. It's kid stuff. I'll Google it. Is that avant-garde or is that just a bad genre for with bad music? I don't know. No outros, interludes, or overtures, Wagner. Yeah. Cut it out. Sorry, Richard Wagner. <laughs> I think it's Wagner. It's guys Wagner. Hannes? Yeah. And that's it. That's, that's, that's our parameters. That's how we're going to kick this fucking thing off. Now, today... Episode six. Episode six. We're going into some fucking. <laughs> oh yeah, we're going. We have a real rich, ri- some rich material for y'all today. The band is Eagles. E- just Eagles. It's just Eagles. It's not the Eagles. Did you know that? Yeah. It's just Eagles, Dave. Yeah, I can read. Yeah. It doesn't say the, the, It doesn't say the Eagles. They're not. No, there's no the. It's They're just Eagles. Eagles. And the Who, song is. 
Get Over It. Get Over It. Off of the 1994 comeback album, reunion album, Hell Freezes Over. Titled because 14 years prior to this album coming out, Don Henley said that Eagles (laughs) will unite when Hell Freezes Over. But guess what? They reunited. And, oh, God, it's so poetic, though. I mean, I don't have eyes on hell. Did it freeze over? Is there an ice age? I think, did he come up with that that slogan? Yeah. When hell freezes over. I don't know. I don't don't think so. I don't think he's, I mean, he's clever. Yeah. He's a good songwriter. Yeah. So maybe he he coined the term. I doubt it. Anyway, so, big fucking deal. They fucking reunited, and they named the album Hell Freezes Over, and the first fucking track on it is this fucking song called... Get over it. <laughs> I liked this song as an eight-year-old. Oh, yeah. Or no, even earlier, six years old. I remember listening to this album when I was six. Yeah, because um, we I was living on Humboldt Ridge. All the ladies out there are taking out their calculators to figure out how old you are right now. Yeah, I was <laughs> six in nineteen ninety four. <laughs> so all, all you ladies with your that need calculators, please don't <laughs> holler at me. Yeah, put your, abac- you're dumb put as your hell. abacus away. Yeah, um, it's simple math, people. Yeah. All right. Ooh, why didn't Abba have a song called Abacus? Kiss and Abba, you. Oh. Cover oh man, what a mashup! That could be a mashup. So all right, let's get in. Let's get into this horrendous song because it is truly bad. And I, I, if I got a time machine, I would kick my own little ass. Yeah, uh, that's also foreshadowing. So, I mean, before right, before we get into this song, they, you aren't you aren't too familiar with Eagles. Uh, I am not from too familiar. With you you didn't really Eagles. go for deep cuts or anything. You've heard whatever you've heard on. The Radio yeah. Life at Hotels California. Correct. Desperado. Mm-hmm. The Long Run, Take mm-hmm. It Easy. Right. The Eagles, dating back to when they were Linda Rodstadt's backing band, Poco, Rule. Okay. From top to bottom, they could, they all... Oh, P-O-C-O? P-O-C-O. Okay. Um, News to me. Correction, Linda Ronstadt's band was the Stone Ponies, not Poco. Sorry, listeners. Sounds like Dave had quite a bender the night before. All of them had, every, everyone that's been in their lineup all has sick pipes. Mm-hmm. They're all true masters of their instruments. Their concept album, Desperado, is three of the best songs on that. Have ne- no one's ever heard. Bitter Creek, A uh, Certain Kind of Fool, and uh, Duel and Dalton. Lay down your law books now. They're no damn good. Better keep on moving. Duel and Dalton. They're all incredible songs. That is an incredible country record. They, they delved their last hit, I Can't Tell You Why. Uh, it's like an R&B song. It's like it's like it's beautiful, a mm-hmm. beautiful simple R and B song. They could do it all, ballads, bangers. Don Felden, Felder, uh, who did heavy metal, 
Uh, he's like, he's super influential. He like put together Hotel California, okay. and he got no credit. Don Henley and Glenn Fry are huge, huge assholes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have an incredible documentary, a three-hour documentary that is very worth watching. It, it shows like their vo- their vocal warm-ups pre-show were, like were mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. This like harmony they had. Randy Meisner wrote "Take It to the Limit." It's one of the most greatest falsettos mm-hmm. in uh, rock and roll history. They are a band I that are near and dear to my heart. I love them. I know people don't like them because they saw Big Lebowski when they were 18 and then thought it was cool to say, I fucking hate the Eagles, man. But it's actually, they're actually good. And you should give them a whirl. I, I love the Big Lebowski. Same. And I love that line. And I started hating the Eagles after I watched that movie. Well, I don't know what to tell you, bud. <laughs> Do your homework. I've been doing my homework. Don't listen to fictional characters. Whatever, man. The dude abides. <laughs> That's like your opinion, man. <laughs> All right, let's get into let's get into the lyrics. Or like first, we hear a guitar riff. We we hit play button. We hear a a guitar riff that's reminiscent of like a fucking soundtrack from a like interlude between scenes to a like early eighties porno. <laughs> Yeah. It's like there's oh it's it's like someone it's is weird. off camera with like a hose. It's supposed to be raining, and some girls underneath yeah. a street light with like a Dick Tracy dust. Very on. melodramatic uh, guitar. Yeah, it is. It's it sucks, uh, it, but it just propels that song right into that. And then who is this singing? Is this Henley singing this one? This is Henley is Henley is singing. Yeah, so the, he starts going, I turn on the tube, and what do I see? A whole lot of people crying. Do re me. <laughs> Don't blame me. I thought it was do re me my whole life, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. They point their crooked little fingers at everybody else, spend all their time feeling sorry for themselves. Victims of this, victim of that. Your mom is too thin, and your daddy's too fat. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> how fucking, how mad were you when yeah, you heard that letter for the fucking, first time? Yeah, I hate it. I'm mad, um, I'm mad at six-year-old dumbass self for liking it so much. You know what makes Because my it... mom was thin, and my dad was fat. Aw. <laughs> no, I just, on that. <laughs> well, but, portly, I But, say. you know, it, but to make that fucking shitty thing even worse, the next line, our chorus is... Get over it. Get over it. All this whining and crying and pitching a fit. Get over it. Get over it. (laughs) This is what happens. This is like Don fucking Don Henley. You have so much money in the world. Did you get into a fender bender and someone was like, hey, you owe me money now. Like, yeah. who pissed you off? Yeah, why are you so angry, You're, dick? You sold 100 million albums. Yeah. The Eagles were the best-selling American band ever. Yeah. Like, they outsold the Beatles. Yeah. And now he's just in, like, his ivory tower. Don Henley did like to do this, though. He had a couple a couple runner-ups for this song. Mm-hmm. He, When Don Henley preaches, it's just like, what the fuck are you yeah. doing? Shut up, asshole. Shut up, asshole. <laughs> Make good music. Yeah. Don't yeah, do shit like do this. Have, yeah. Your mom is too thin and your daddy's too fat. Who is out? Who in the <laughs> world is just crying out to God? <laughs> and is having an existential crisis over 
the feltness of your lithe mother and your portly, corpulent father. If that's the worst problem in your fucking life, then it's like, it's like, no one's, I'm a victim of my parents' weight. It's like, fuck, that is so frustrating. Uh, you say you say it haven't been the same since you had your little crash, but you might feel a little better if they gave you some cash. Oh, that's where I got that. Yeah, he someone de- he definitely rear-ended someone. Oh yeah, that, uh, for sure. That's what. He yeah, told. that's okay. That's why I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, I think I think Don Henley should get over it. Yeah, he got into a fender better on the way to the to the to the session to the yeah. to the sesh. The more I think about it, old Billy was right. Let's kill all the lawyers. Kill them tonight. Jesus, man. That is a Shakespeare reference. Who's old Billy? Old Billy Shakespeare. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's how mad are you now. <laughs> uh, fuck. God damn it. I, I should know what play that is. But it is a, I know it's a reference to Shakespeare. Yeah. Old Billy. He just calls him Old Billy. He's on a... It's like, look, we all saw the... Did he Did he watch SNL the night before? Was this recorded on a Sunday? <laughs> and uh, Chris Farley's... The Matt Foley. Bill Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. The Bill Shakespeare over there. Uh, Christina Applegate or whoever You that was. don't want to work. You don't want to live like a king. But the big bad world doesn't owe you a thing. Get over it. Ah. <sighs> If you don't, if you don't want to, yeah, get over it. Get over it. If you don't want to play, then you might as well split. Get, get over, over it. it. It's like going to confession every time I hear you speak. You're making the most of your losing streak. Some call it sick, but I call it weak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the guy who's like, why don't we jail all the homeless people? Because I'm sick and tired of seeing needles. Instead of. Wanting a needle exchange, a clean needle exchange, so you don't see needles. Mm-hmm. Like he's the guy who doesn't see addiction as a, a disease. Mm-hmm. He just sees it as these like stupid, lazy motherfuckers. Right. But he's rich enough to where his like his own drug addiction is supported by the best healthcare and rehab that his yeah. music money can buy. Yeah. Don Henley also started like a music union. So that they couldn't be, so musicians could be taken advantage of anymore. So he's like, he's a hypocrite. Right. That's what yeah. I'm saying. But he's like that kind of guy. Where he's like, oh, why don't they just pull themselves up from their bootstraps? Right. Right. Like I did. It's like, Don Henley, you were born with that voice. You didn't hone that voice. You were born with a voice. Yeah. Voice lessons are for shitty people, shitty singers who want to sound <laughs> mediocre. They're not for you, Don Henley. You have a golden voice. Hey, Dave, get over it. All right, you're right. You know, all right. You know, Dave, you, you drag it around like a ball and chain. You wallow in the guilt. You wallow in the pain. You wave it like a flag. You wear it like a crown. Got your mind in the gutter bringing everybody down. Complain <laughs> 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 about the present and blame it on the past. I'd like to find your inner child. <sighs> kick, kick its, its little, little ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like that last line. I like that one. Do you? It's pretty badass. I'm going to find your inner child and kick its little ass. Wow. I'm going to start saying that. So, at this point, he's 
he's so cynical. He's seen the whole world, you know. He's he's this worldly uh, philosopher at this point, and he's just everyone's just children. Anyone who's going through anything, anyone who lets anything bring them down, yeah. Like who is he talking to here? Who is he talking to here? What's he? You yeah. drag it around. What are we dragging around? What are we dragging around. The the inner turmoil we're in. Yeah, it sounds existential. like it sounds like a a twelve year old like writing in their uh, journal for the first time, trying to write a poem. Like I'm mad at my teachers. I'm mad for, yeah. for what? Why? It's just, it's really like it's baby baby whining to me. This guy wrote the end of the innocence. Now, this is something hilarious. If you if you already hated this song. I'm gonna make it even worse for you, okay? Because I was I, I played this song for my wife Diana, and she's like, she's never heard this song before. She's like, oh wait, she's like, I know this, I know this. She thought that it was the Saved by the Bell. Song. Yes, it sounds exactly the same. <laughs> it's exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. it's and the same can, tempo. It's the same tempo. It's the same sort of thing. But you know, it was written first, the Saved by the Bell. So I think that Don Henley, maybe he was upset. That uh, that song was so great. He was a big uh, uh, Mark Paul Gosselier yeah. fan. He loved he loved Elizabeth Berkeley. He loved strip striptease's favorite movie. See, maybe I, I was took for more of a Slater Slater fanatic. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's really really close to that song. It is. It is super close. So it, this is so bad. It makes me mad. Yeah. And that's a couplet that could, could have been used in this uh, <laughs> song. It's how shallow, how how baseline shallow this song is. Yeah. Yeah. It is just like a. It's the lyrics are really really fucking lame. And uh, also, but Glenn Fry is also to blame because he co-wrote this song with Don Henley. I so I was like listening to, I. I I don't know much about Eagles, as we yes, you know, said earlier. Um, so I, I, you know, I try to get as well rounded with these fucking bands you presented me with. Um, these these obscure these bands, obscure bands, and uh, I'm listening to it, and like, the, and I'm like, God, the fucking drums on this suck. And I'm like, who the fuck is the drummer of this song? It's fucking Don Henley. Yeah, Don Henley, for a majority of uh, his Eagles career sang while he drummed. Yeah, and I might say, and it's dope. It's fucking sick. He and he he and Phil Collins. Yeah, and Kirsten Gundred of the Dum Dum Girls and Grand Old Party, best they were singer all in, drummers. They were all in a band together. Just no, drum- no, no. There's a band <laughs> called Drummers. That's cool. <laughs> I think this is another one. It's just like this is like '90s production. It's really crappy. Um, <clears throat> this like long-awaited. Fucking album. Yeah, the, yeah this, this was re- the, this reunion. was the lead single. This charted mm-hmm. top forty. Yeah, more like sharded. More like right? sharded the top forty. And yeah, they, I think they, you know, this. I think the album did good, right? Oh yeah, the album went to number one two weeks. Oh yeah, it's this. It's the second live album by the Eagles. Also, they were. I I think they were known for like taking their live records and then like adding stuff to it. So that like in the studio to make them sound better. I think oh, that's really? the thing that they did too. Yeah. I mean, they are narcissists. <clears throat> yeah. 
So yeah, this was the Hellfreezer's Over the Second Live the, album. The documentary is sumptuous. It is juicy. These guys are fucking assholes. Yeah. They treat their bandmates like shit. And these guys are like awesome. Felder composed Hotel California, their yeah. biggest hit ever. They just he thought and he thought it would get him like like oh like oh now I'm like you know, one of the guys that wrote the biggest hit for the band. He's like, nah, they just are super dismissive. Yeah, so here's a little tidbit. So this album went to number one and was number one for two weeks. The album sold over nine million copies in the U.S. My mom bought one. We wore that shit out. They started, they toured on this. Yeah. Uh, they, they, all, they also claim that it wasn't a, uh, they didn't break up. It was just a 14-year vacation. Yeah, Glenn Fry said that, didn't he? Yeah, and then they appeared in a music <clears throat> video together because someone was covering their... Oh, but that was before the... Well, was, yeah, but it's the first time they ever, like, hung out and appeared together right. in, like, the background. I think it was a country music, like uh, like Travis Tritt or something. Something like that. Um, but, and this, but, yeah, so this tour, the Hell's Freezes Over tour was, from 94 to 96, was uh, one of the most successful tours in history. So... I mean, yeah, this was... Crazy anticipation. This is the biggest American rock band of all time. So I'd I'd like to say too. So like I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap my head around this this band here. You know I've, I know like you said I know the hits, but uh, I don't. I never got the Eagles. I never understood it. I never like their music never spoke to me in any kind of fashion. So I just went to like. I was like, well, and I tried to listen to, to the two of them recently, and I, I still can't get through it. I'm sorry. It's just a matter of taste. But this is this this podcast is not about taste, okay? No, it's about objective it's, badness. Right. Of which this is firmly entrenched. <clears throat> so I started looking up some statistics about the Eagles, just to see how massive this the reach, band is. Yeah, the reach of this band is crazy. How many top ten hits they They've have? got six Grammy Awards. Um, back when the Grammys meant something. Back when the Grammys, they, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Duh, yeah. Back they, when you didn't choose between boxers or briefs. <laughs> they have surpassed Michael Jackson to score the biggest selling album of all time. All time. Which the greatest was the hits, greatest right? hits, yeah. Over so, Thriller. Yeah, so I think Thriller and... It passed it for a second. Yeah, they right? were both kind of neck and neck for a while, but... Recently, I think in the past two or three years, it has gone way past uh, Thriller, which is crazy to me. Yeah, Tahiti finally found out about the Eagles, and I was just like, all right, the yeah. whole island bought it. Which is nuts, man. I mean, think about, yeah, the Beatles we said before, Michael Jackson, this is like it. I mean, but the Eagles, were they're, they're it. They're the number one selling, uh, selling band of all time. 38 times platinum. That is wild. And I think, oh, and then, and so that's the greatest hits. But Hotel California was, I think it might be like number three of best-selling albums of all time. It went 26 times platinum, which is also insane. It's 32 million copies worldwide. And it's there, obviously, between those two, between those two albums, Hotel California and the greatest hits, that's, 
Yeah, like we said before, I don't want to hear I'm sure one of anybody in this band yeah. bitching and moaning yeah. about anything. Yeah, it's just insane to like be have two hundred million dollars to your name and then like come out with that. Yeah, and like two two men probably yeah. e- each worth two hundred million dollars put their heads together and like let's shit on whoever's like having a hard time <laughs> yeah. in their life. Yeah, maybe they were trying to. Uh... Trying to like compete with the grunge scene that was going on. Maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't. I doubt they were <clears throat> even aware of grunge. <laughs> I truly, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it too. I was just throwing them a bone there. I'm with you. I'm with you on this song. This the the band. The song is, you know, lyrically is just gonna really put you in a bad mood. The songwriting structure is again like super, super basic. There's nothing really exciting going on here, and but and that's the thing too is like if you're gonna if you, the most exciting part like, is just the tempo change between the intro and the right and, yeah, 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 yeah yeah and like and when they kick into Joe it, Walsh, it's like, right that's yeah him. yeah so yeah he's he's a great guitar player he's got a thing going on there <laughs> yeah he's got um, an odd thing. Yeah, this is like one of the, this is one of those situations where like I, and I think you kind of hit hit it on the head before. Like, if you're this anticipated, fourteen years anticipation for the, the biggest selling band of all time, these guys literally have everything and anything at their fingertips that, that they want. You know, they can like, you know, and and you know, yeah, okay, let's give them credit. Credits do like these are the greatest songwriters. These are obviously the greatest songwriters uh, of all time here. You know, Fry yeah. and and uh, Henley both other, had solo number ones too. And uh, Henley huge, had more huge solo, solo careers. Whether you like them or not, you have to give it to them. You got to bow down before the fucking Eagles. And you know, but like my my point, the point I'm trying to make is that if you have all this stuff and you have 14 years to figure it out, you can like really push. The music industry, you can really push creativity, and you can push, you know, how to how to write a song, what you want to do. Fuck, they could fucking hired anybody to, you know, yeah. help write shit. I mean, Henley before this album came out, he, he had a, a, like a top. He had a couple number or number one hit off the whatever that album with Hornsby he did in '89. Yeah, with like, uh, heart of the matter and and innocence. Yeah. But instead, they're like, let's do like a, a novelty version of the Saved by the Bell uh, yeah. theme song. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna, the novelty we're version. Gonna be, we're going to do like, be like the Weird Owls now. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's just so bizarre to me, the concept of, well, and we see it today. It's like when people get too rich, they just like lose any kind of perspective and just want to shit on little people. Right. And it seems like that's exactly what's going on here. And it's angry because they're not even doing it in a cooler fun way yeah which you can do you can make it sound a lot better yeah or just pick one person and shit on them who like wronged you or like yeah, cut, you, cut you off on yeah, the freeway be a little less less vague yeah uh, if this was about like hey guy who cut me off on the freeway on the way to the studio <laughs> fuck you and then like get into specifics about like how much they hate that one guy but not like yeah a general you yeah, we don't want to hear that. We yeah, don't want to hear that. It, we are the people. We're the fans. The guy you you rear-ended has the copy of fucking Hotel California yeah. in his backseat. And he has 
And he's well within his purview to sue you if he has injuries. Yeah, because it's your fault. And also, he'd be getting <laughs> one half of a tenth of a percent of the royalties you make every year. Yeah. On one of your four consecutive number one albums. Yeah. From the Maybe. 70s, when piracy didn't happen, unless you're a Grateful Dead fan. Nobody ever heard Michael Jackson complaining. <laughs> Sorry, we'll, we'll edit that one. <laughs> <laughs> not, when you, earlier when you're like, and they surpassed Michael Jackson, I was like, in touching, <laughs> I was like, I'll let that one slide. Anyways. Yeah, uh, it's 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 lazy, it's bad, and they should feel bad and should give every cent they ever got to a charity that helps people with addiction or also, that are on welfare or homeless because of that because of a flood that FEMA didn't bail them out because the government is rigged against most of us. Also, I would like to say this too: you're going to wait 14 years to put out a record, and it's not even a record; it's if they put out four songs. Yeah, it's mostly... A, they only wrote four yeah. songs, and, and the rest the, is, the is standards. Oh, let's put Hotel California on the yeah. record again, and then it'll sell a billion it's a It's a good... It's an acoustic version. It's a okay. good version. Yeah, okay. That's cool. But it's a, they just did the greatest yeah. hits again. They just did the greatest hits live as with, old, like, as four new bad songs. Yeah. Although, I like one of the songs that people shit on... Off Hell Freezes Over. It's, um... The, is it The Girl From Yesterday? It is The Girl From Yesterday. Which is, like, probably not a good song. If anyone were to actually listen to it. It was the second single off this album. But I just... I just it's a sentimental favorite. He doesn't know what right. He doesn't know... <laughs> it's like, if you just look at it as a country song, you're like, oh, it's an okay country song. Yeah. Like, it were to just come out not as the Eagles. People would be like, oh, okay. I like this more. Six-year-old me ate that shit up. They're a bunch of fucking lazy fucks, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Do your fucking job. You have one All job. Right. It's to make great music. Do better. Let us hear your thoughts. Let us know what you think about Eagles, about Get Over It. Maybe you agree with us. Maybe you disagree with us. Maybe uh, you think there's a better, better, worse song by the Eagles. Maybe you think we, we should get under it. Maybe we should get under it. Maybe, you should, maybe we should take a hike. But, you know, you come and say that to our freaking faces, buddy. Or maybe you know you know if you have any suggestions for for uh, future songs. Actually, you know maybe you can maybe you don't think that uh, maybe you don't think that get get over it is a bad song. Do you think there's people out there that love this song? There's there's like nine million people that probably love this song, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this was immediately forgotten by most people who listen yeah. to this album. They only remember the Hotel California cover or the Hotel California acoustic version. That's all I remember. That's all I remember. I remember that one. Yeah. I remember that. Hotel California on the radio. Yeah. One time. Where can people tell us their feelings? Well, there's two things, two places that I can think of right off the top of my head. Electronic mail. 
Electronic mail. Yes. The worst of the best podcast at gmail.com. Send us your suggestions for future episodes. Uh, maybe you got an artist in mind. Maybe you got a song in mind. Let us know. Just, you know, we love to have a little bit of feedback too. Just let us know if you think we're doing a good job. A little reverb. If you a little think, feedback. A little reverb. Yeah. A little feedback. A little buzz. Let us know what you think. Maybe you think we're a bunch of dicks and we should shut our mouths. We're not going to. Maybe you think we're, we're badasses. Also, for all you out there with smartphones, check out the app Instagram. Ah, Instagram. Uh-huh. We are, you can find us wherever you find podcasts on Instagram by typing it into the search thing. It says the worst of the best underscore podcast. That's, that's us. I'm Steve Williams. I'm David Newshots. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening.